Blog Talk Radio. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to us in a language that everybody here can easily understand. seconds for station identification right here the rails uncensored part two all right folks welcome granny holkster to 2019 well happy new year be trained and all the listeners out there I gotta say, Granny, they have the complete set of announcers now. It's Heenan, Monsoon, and Mean Gene. Yep, they sure do. I bet you, even in heaven, I bet you Mean Gene's probably saying, Heenan, I thought I'd get rid of you. Very possible. (laughs) It's very possible, folks, that that's what happened, but... uh, we welcome you all to 2019. I do have some guests on the horizon, folks. Maybe me, thought B-Train was down and out. It's from Dynamo Pro. Thank you, Mr. Luke Roberts. I do have a tag team, if you will, that will be joining your, uh, us for a special Saturday edition while I'll be in Iowa, and I hope the reception is really good because, Granny, if you would like to join us, you are more than free to. It's going to be a 4.30 p.m. showing. Luke Roberts will be on air with us. And uh, I got several messages, Granny, from Luke. He's extremely kind to us. Uh, I, I We had some difficulties trying to pick the times, but what matters is we do have two guests. We also have a guest, Cato, who will be joining us Monday. <clears throat> so we have three guests to start off the new year. I have to look through my messages because, as I said, I just got off work, so this is going to be what fun. What Saturday Turn are on. you talking about, B-Train? This Saturday, Granny. This coming Saturday? Okay. I think I could join uh-huh. you, so. Sweet. Hey, folks. Oh, yeah. It's, it's by the way, it's, it's playoff season in NFL, and I apologize to all Patriots fans, but I hope you guys get taken out. You know, I'm not very fond of you, and I don't think Granny is either. Not really. <laughs> not really. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Do, 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 do. Yep. Let's see. I'm trying to load my messages, folks. It's been a while since we've been on air. I mean... Let's see, Dynamo Pro Wrestling, Riot. Well, let's see, last week was Christmas, you know, last week was Christmas, you know, we just celebrated New Year's, my husband and I were out at the Moose Lodge New Year's Eve to uh, bring in the New Year with a bunch of friends, We, I had to work the door, and David helped hand out party favors, so, you know, it was a good time, you know, good food, 
lots of good food. So let's see. I got. Let's see here. Oh, I believe we'll be interviewing tag team champions. It seems like not only did I manage champions, although neither here nor there. The Dynamo Pro Wrestling Tag Team Champions, the Art City Mercenaries, Jimmy LaFleur and Tony Esteem. Oh, wow. I haven't seen wow. those two in a very long time. Yeah. I, that, see? I've interviewed Dusty Gold, who was the champion for Texas Pro Acoma, NWA, Texas Acoma. I've interviewed Amaya Jade, also a champion. Ronnie Nicole, also a former champion. My God, my track record's great. I'm not only managed champions, I'm getting champions. This is this is great. So those folks now, see, us. I know, I know Dusty Gold, C Train. Uh oh. Yep, I sure do. Like I said, folks, she's the godmother of WFC, and she also knows several people, like Tommy Dreamer, and you know, and uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. She sat at dinner with these folks and. <clears throat> I um I'm glad Hacksaw's doing better, Granny. Yes. I'm glad he is doing better, so Alright. What else was on top? Oh yeah. My goodness, man. Way to start off two thousand nineteen, Granny. I believe we owe the fans a review of both Raw and we will get to SmackDown Live. I'm seeing your messages. Don't panic. I got I got a message, Granny, that it made me smile because means fans are paying attention to our stuff on Instagram and said, where have you and Granny been? Is Granny on vacation? Are you on vacation? I was like, well, technically, yes, because it was Christmas, dear. Yep, sure was. I mean, I didn't really, I, we spent, uh, we took Anthony out for lunch Christmas Eve day, and we all went to the movies. We were going to all go see Bumblebee with John Cena, he went to see Aquaman, and David and I went to see Bumblebee. <laughs> so, I mean, both movies good, are great. It folks. was a good day for Chris. I mean, it was it was a good time, you know. It was family time, you know. So it was all, all the good. Folks have lives. <laughs> I responded with, "Granny's okay. I'm okay. There's no need to panic." I'm like, well, no you need haven't, to worry. You haven't had a show in a week. It's like it's Christmas. I was like, you guys celebrate that in the UK too, do you not? We also, okay, speaking of the UK, Granny, they are having an NXT takeover in Blackpool, the ever-so-famed William Regal is from, and I, I I would hope that Mr. Regal makes an appearance during that time because it's a week from Saturday, and I was like, wow, no wonder I was getting messages because I, I believe they wanted me to cover I will cover NXT UK. Do not panic. Do not panic. That's the main theme for tonight, man. All right. So, Raw. Holy crap, Granny. Raw is turned back into Monday Night Raw. And I say that because Ziggler McIntyre, to start the night, you have a cage match. And Shane... I believe, yeah, Shane was the one who made the qualifying match for the Intercontinental Championship, a battle royal, if you will. Apollo Crews, Apollo Crews against uh, Dean Ambrose for the main event. You had a women's tag match. Well, actually, no, the women's tag match was the main event. So you had Tamina and Nia versus Ronda and Natalia. I got to say... I don't know what happened. Did we snap our fingers three, you know, click our heels three times, and Monday Night Raw became Monday Night Raw again? But I ain't complaining because that's one hell of a way to start off the new year. Well, technically it was part of 2018, but folks, you get what we're saying. Granny and I, Icon, Big Swing, every podcast host you can imagine and their mother, please bring this back, Raw. And they did. Yeah, I mean, of course, I, I didn't get to, I didn't get to see, I didn't get to see Monday night because at least we were, we were busy Monday night. But that's I, but I did get to see SmackDown last night. So, oh yes, folks. <clears throat> Before we get to SmackDown live on the main side of things, um, 
NXT had its uh, rewards, or not rewards, but it has its uh, nominations for tonight of uh, match of the year, female superstar of the, or female star of the year of NXT. I, I I love writing this stuff down because you know it's how I get props, right? So NXT they went over what match of the year was, so they had a recap, basically, folks. It was uh, it showed Gargano and Ciampa, the North American Championship. Adam Cole was the first ever. Then you saw a promo for Riddle versus Cassius Ono. Takeover Chicago, Orny Lorcan versus uh, Danny Burch versus Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly. Also featured Deanna Peraza versus Bianca Belair at the Brooklyn Takeover, which I was there this year. A lot of fun. Um, Takeover War Games, Los Angeles, Johnny Gargano versus Aleister Black. They're trying to say who the best rivalry was. Ironically, Granny Grant, uh, Nikki, Nikki Cross's name got thrown in the mix. Mm, not surprised. Uh, she no the surprise one there at all. Yeah, because Nikki basically in her promos keeps saying, we want to talk about how the world's problems have chaos, but in chaos there's only sanity. I'm so happy she landed on Team Blue, thank God. Anyways, moving forward. Uh, 2000, you know, com- or 18 competitors of the year. There was, uh, for the male side, it was Adam Cole. These are nominees. You can vote online, folks, now at WWE.com for the polls before the polls close. Uh, let's see here. Adam Cole, Pete Dunn, Andrade Cien Almas, who's now on SmackDown Live, Johnny Gargano, Aleister Black, Tommaso Ciampa. Now, let's see here. Uh, for the females, Ember Moon was nominated, Nikki Cross, Kyrie Sane, Shayna Baszler, and Bianca Belair. I'm going to tell you, folks, I, I can't. There's so much talent in those names. Yes, I could vote, Terry. But see, the thing is, I don't like to divulge on air, although I will say you, you can kind of, kind of get the sense of my voice who I would vote for, and that's Nikki Cross. I think. Like I've told Granny multiple times, I just think Nikki's misunderstood. Possibly <laughs> true. It, it just, you know, with her and Becky Lynch, I was surprised because I don't think anyone's ever been able to um, have much. I mean, some people have offense with Becky, of course, but Becky is kind of like the wave that you just got to be a part of. Everyone's. Every arena now, Granny, that she's gone into, like the last arena she's in in Pittsburgh, um, Corey Graves' hometown, she is getting such an ovation. I was like, wow, this is she's getting such a cheer over John Cena, and John Cena in WWE has been known to get mixed reactions. Like it's at one point, I was thinking, my God, <clears throat> she's she's just as uh, icon not iconic, but. Um, her, the crowd reaction she's getting basically is kind of like Stone Cold Steve Austin. The pop that she's yeah. getting from the crowd. It's just unreal. Mm-hmm. Now, on the NXT UK, they had a first um, first ever uh, Deanna Perrazzo, an American, participating in match. Then again, they have Fabian Eichner. So. They actually have something really interesting going on, Granny, in NXT UK. They're the first ever women's champion was Rhea Ripley. Congrats. Now they're having um, at their takeover in Blackpool. This is before Rumble. They got to fit NXT takeover for NXT UK because they're getting such amount of, you know, following a huge amount of Flash Morgan, Webster, and Mark Andrews. I believe we're in the semifinals. They, the winner of that match is going to face Mustache Mountain. Mustache Mountains, Tyler Bate, and Trent Seven. So now at TakeOver in Blackpool, it's going to be those two, and later on they will face Gallus. Gallus is <clears throat> Joe Coffey and Wolfgang. And let's see, Josh Mornell versus yeah, – I love this guy. I'm probably going to send you a YouTube of him. Wild Boar Mike Hitchman, and he looks – I mean, he has black eye to, uh, black eye contact, Granny, and, well, he does look like a boar, I'm telling you. 
not like <laughs> Boren Corbin, but he he I've seen the teeth, everything. He fits the gimmick quite good, man. All right. Oh yeah, and uh, another one, Bomber Dave Mastiff and Eddie Dennis. Granny, this match was so violent that the the general manager of NXT UK, Johnny Saint, had to come out and say, hold on, you two, because they were coming to blows, and the referee called a double DQ. And um, let's just say no DQ in Blackpool. I can only imagine what's going to happen between Dave Mastiff and Eddie Dennis. Eddie Dennis only has one loss in NXT UK. <clears throat> and then you had... Um, Let's see here. The contract signing of Joe Coffey and Pete Dunn. Gallus had tried to attack Pete Dunn. Uh, yes. I call him Finn Balor's twin. He was really probably going to hate me for that. But if you take a look at Jordan Devlin, Granny, and you look at Finn Balor, you're like, which one is which? Wow. These two look exactly alike. You know, Finn has a more narrow face, and I, I really can't. I mean, that's the only difference, and a little bit probably in body mass. But Devlin always says, "No one bets against the ace in the stack of cards or whatever." I was like, "Man, Jesus Christ!" He has backed it up. You know, there's very few guys that can back up what they say, Granny, and I think Devlin is one of them. He and Travis Banks, they call him the Kiwi Buzzsaw. Which I think is pretty cool. Wow. I I, I like these nicknames, man, because the you know Travis Banks is fairly decent until he got hurt, and then he you know he's fairly decent again. And you had Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner versus Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams, and there was a mistake made by Amir Jordan. He he tagged himself in Granny when it really wasn't necessary because Kenny Williams was in complete control of the match, and they ended up losing because of that miscue. Then you had, um, let's see here, ah yes, Jenny versus Candy Floss. This is a pretty good match. Uh, Candy Floss is actually getting a lot better. Uh, of course, in the main event, you had Mustache Mountain. Going, you know, Tyler, yeah, Tyler Bate and Trent Seven. Andy, I've never seen a guy that Tyler Bate's height, he's a muscular dude, but he picked up Mark Coffey and Wolfgang together and managed to German suplex them both. Yeah. That's amazing. That's what, that, that's what I'm saying. NXT UK will make you go, wow, old school wrestling mixed with new. And, of course, now folks are going to get to the bread and butter of tonight. Aside from talking about happy memories with Gene Okerlund, we, Granny and I, will take you all to a place we're familiar with. In the land of opportunity, as they like to call it, we are going to review that said land of opportunity. Smackdown Live. Dig it. issue because this year has actually started off with a bang, if you will. Granny, God love these guys. New Day. They... they mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, if you think you're having a bad day, folks, just watch these three. They'll, they'll put a smile on your face. Oh, yes. I mean, Biggie come out dressed like Baby New Year. I mean, you know, <laughs> that was... That was hilarious. I mean, he had the diaper and the baby bottle and the big top hat, you know. And, of course, Corey Graves, you know, he was being his normal 
uh, judgmental self, you know, a grown man wearing a diaper, you know. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> oh, goodness. And then um, he had a. I like, but I, I, liked, I liked the segment. I liked the segment when they were talking about, you know, going to the doctor mm-hmm. and they said, no more pancakes. And Biggie studied there eating a pancake. <laughs> Pulled a couple pancakes out from his diaper, and said, and then he and he, he threw them out to the crowd. You know, it's like, okay, I'm not sure I'd want to eat that pancake, but that's okay, you know. <laughs> and <laughs> that's the point where you just—I don't know how. The announce team can keep a straight face whenever New Day comes out because they're just so great. I mean, you hear the crowd pop for them, New Day rocks or whatever. And mm. I uh, actually, Granny, I'm going to take a picture later, probably sometime next week, myself. I actually, my friend, my roommate, not only got me WrestleMania tickets, but he got me a pancake power shirt. Oh, wow. I was like, yeah. I was like, what, what is this? He's like, I don't even think it's a surprise for you tomorrow. And I said, wait, 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 wait. It's not a surprise if you left a note saying NXT. And he's he's flipping me the bird right now. Yeah, shut up, Vinny. <laughs> yeah. Granny, I don't know how lucky I am, but he got us tickets to NXT for uh, NXT TakeOver and Barclays, this is really fucking hard to do because, folks, I've been going to WrestleMania now since Mania 29, and I can just tell you, shit's about to get real when good old B-Train's on the warpath of getting shit done, and I know we're on a SmackDown Live review, and we're going to finish that shortly, but um, on another side note, it is WrestleMania season, and um, yeah... It's unreal how many billboards and advertisements are all the way from Manhattan to if you go into Jersey, Granny, you will see billboards for WrestleMania even in Philadelphia. Wow. So if you, if you think that WrestleMania is a joke, joke's on you, folks. That thing, that event alone has sold out since the very first inception of it and it was in New York at Madison Square Garden. I actually um, planning on going to the bank cranny tomorrow and, and, you know, going to put money in there and then calling Amex, and then he goes, no, 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 put his finger up. I was like, no, 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 I got his ticket. I was like, wow, I, I would kiss you on the cheek, but I'm on, on live air, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he's he's saying you he, he just wrote on the cue card, you are one sick fucker. And I was like, um, yeah. And how long did that take you to realize? <laughs> he said he said first five seconds. Asshole. Uh. I was like, come on, we re- okay. So, anyways, folks, AJ and Vince recap. AJ Styles punched out McMahon because Vince said he wanted to see the new AJ Styles. He knows there's an animal inside of AJ. Um, <clears throat> and I, I, you know, Vince is crazy. We all know this. Yeah. So when he asked you to do something, I guess you oblige him, and Vince didn't fire him, didn't do anything of the sort. Although I wish he would have fired Boren Corbin. That would have been funny. Yeah. I would have been. Yeah, but uh, they had. I would have. Day. I would have liked to heard those famous words. You're fired. <laughs> you know? See the look on Baldin's face. I mean, Baldin Corbin, Boren Corbin. You suck in Corbin. Yeah. See, there's a lot of nicknames, folks. I have for Baron Boren. Yeah, Boren Corbin's right. Um, because God, he's not on SmackDown Live. He's on Monday Night Raw competing again, looking like a waiter from TGI Fridays. But, um, you know. Oh, yes. Rusev Day. 
it got spoiled by Nakamura or Nakamura. But shy, poor, poor Lana. She got caught in the middle of that. Um, let's see. There's a promo central on SmackDown Live. Only it's short promos though. Randy Orton. Then it was Rey Mysterio, and then uh, there was New Year's resolutions, of course, with the Iconics and the Good Brothers. And we're going to purge WWE SmackDown Live locker room and tag team division of all these nerds. Yeah, great. I mean, I, I love I love Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. I mean, they're they're great. They're entertaining to watch. And um, then Granny of all, you know. What a way to start off the new year. Then, you know, the most, I wouldn't say controversial, but I mean, he gets a lot of reactions. John Cena. And my God, that hairdo of his. I mean, that hair. I mean, I just, I, I, I saw somebody's comment on Facebook. Somebody had commented JBL2. Because I mean, his hair, and I know, I and I believe because somebody else made this comment. I believe it. His hair was that way from that movie that he was uh, when he was over in China that he did recently or something. You know, when he was in China, um, that hairdo. I mean, oh my gosh, it just it, it was weird to see John Cena with a hairdo like that. Somebody said it looked like a wig. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it looks just, like JBL. He looks like JBL for real. Like, yeah, my roommates agree. He, he does. I, he did. I mean, it was just. I I looked at that and I told my husband. I said, "Oh my God!" I said, "He looks like JBL with that hairdo," you know. And he did. I mean, it, it, it was kind of funny, you know, when when um, the music started playing. And of course, it was Becky Lynch's music. You know. <laughs> And then, of course, they had the t- the tag team against uh, Zelina Vega and Andrade Cianola. Yeah, Zelina Vega. Yeah. And uh, I, I was it was kind of funny when they won the match. You know, John Cena went to shake Becky Lynch's hand, and Becky Lynch looked at John Cena and did like, "You can't see me." <laughs> so very. Unique, I thought it was uh, great because it was. Honestly, and it was folks, a good match. Like, I mean, and it, it it was a good match too. I mean, it was really a good match. I I really I think it's great that Becky. You know, it took. You never know, folks, um, when it comes to rises and WWE. And Becky Lynch is one person aside from Oscar that's finally getting a chance. She's finally getting, as we like to call in the wrestling world, you know, a fair shake. So. I believe, you know, it's nice that even though John Cena was back, she still got the reaction. And most people say, you know, I, you know, I've had, I've heard this. I was like, dude, look, all things aside, I would much rather have someone that draws than someone that. Well, I'm gonna say it. If we click our heels three times and snap our fingers. 400 how many times and, and bitch and moan, beseech and plead or maybe not do all that, but suggest that Lesnar does not come out of Royal Rumble the world or Universal Champion of Monday Night Raw. And Big E touched on that earlier on SmackDown Live, folks. Kind of funny. Actually, I think Kobe yeah. Kingston did. Yeah. But, uh, where he, he He's never here. <laughs> He doesn't come to work. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was coming. He doesn't come to work. I love that. That was awesome. I was like, yes, you hit the nail on the head there, Kofi. I thought it was hilarious because we'd all been mentioning that on our shows. I was like, wow, they actually probably do listen to us. I'm beginning to think and that they like, do, you know. Yeah. I'm Because we bitched and moaned. It's because, Granny, I believe that when. It's not probably our suggestion. It's probably something to do with the ratings being its lowest since the quarterly year 
in 2008. I don't, like I said, folks, I hate numbers sometimes, but when it intrigues me or compels me to tell the audience that's listening, Vince and them do take notice, and they also listen to suggestions. They say we're going to give you what we or give us what we want. The fans, that is nice. They actually they actually started listening to us, even though it took them ten months. <laughs> well, as the old saying goes, good things come to those who wait. So you know, patience is a virtue. So maybe maybe we're finally getting you know. The fans are getting what they want, so. I'm happy about it, because I tell you what, man. Icon, I hope you're doing good, but he's right. Maybe they are listening to us. In a way in which helped them out, because if you think on it, Granny, we had been saying we don't want any more promos. We don't want Baron Corbin shoved down our throats as an authoritative figure. Guess what? He's not anymore, and the McMahons are overseeing Raw. Speaking of McMahon, I know you probably got a kick out of the Miz and Shane. I did, I did. the 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 chart, the flow chart where he had the different designs, and I like the one picture where Shane says, um, "Looks like something out of the Matrix." <laughs> but I liked, I, I really liked the one. I thought it was really funny. The next one that they showed, it they had the big goggles. Those goggles reminded me of the minions, you know, those little characters, you know, with the little bit of <laughs> <laughs> those little goggles reminded me of those minion glasses. <laughs> oh my! But I, I just, I, I, I'm still having a really difficult time. Comprehending Shane McMahon and the Miz tag team partner, <laughs> and then the one where they were in the the wrestling, you know, trunks and everything, and like Shane had this kind of buff body. <laughs> I just thought, whoa, you know, that's different, you know. But uh, I just, yeah, I can't. It's it's hard to imagine the Miz and Shane McMahon tag team partners, but hey, you know. We'll see what happens. It's it's really cool because you know, they actually probably had someone draw and design that for Miz, but it's like, wow. Um, okay. I just, it was funny because you're like, well, I just, I don't know what you say, <laughs> especially when it's Shane's like, I like the idea and I like the concept behind it. You know, it was like, we're not going to go out to the ring wearing that. And it actually had a drawing of Shane dressed as the Miz. And I'm like, oh, dear Lord, man. This is great. Yeah. Let's see. Asuka was seen in the back. And Triple H was asking her who she would like to face. And Asuka, it's funny. Granny, she goes, no one. Because no one is ready for Asuka. Then Charlotte comes yep. around. Then oh, Becky. Yeah. And then, Carm- and then, then Carmella. Then Carmella. And, and then Becky. <laughs> it was funny. I was like, dude, it's like the evil stepsisters in Cinderella. And no, I'm not referring mm-hmm. to the iconic. Because they, they seriously... that I, I have weird analogies, as most people would say. But... The Iconics, Granny, they remind me of Drizella and Anastasia from Cinderella, the animated they do. version in Disney. They do. It's just, they, they, I mean, I swear. The way they talk, they I prob- mean, it was just like. Yep, you're a dead ringer. I, I, I think they must have mastered their voices. They must, she, they must have watched that animated Cinderella movie dozens of times growing up or something and you know maybe they just mastered their voices after both of them but yeah it's like to hear them talk it's like you could just close your eyes and visualize the evil stepsisters you know getting ready for the ball and you know going to the ball and trying to dance with Prince Charming and you know just listening to him talk it's just like 
hearing the evil stepsisters, you know, so. Granny, I just scrolled across something that my roommate is shoving in my face. Yes, I don't eat phone. You goober. <laughs> God, Vinny. Okay, it says, folks, get. I, I'm going to have to. I'm, I'm glad I'm sitting down for this one. Breaking. Kicking off 2019. The late Chris Benoit will be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, part of the class of 2019 during WrestleMania 35 weekend in New Jersey. Wow. That's um, you you, you want to say that trounces the fatal five-way? Yeah, that announcement fucking does, because let me tell you, folks. Um, Chris Benoit, legend. He idolized the Dynamite Kid. He wrestled alongside Ric Flair. He was a part of the modern Four Horsemen in WCW. You want the accolades? This guy, TV champion, WCW tag team champion. He was known as the Rabid Wolverine. And Granny, I was there inside the building in Madison Square Garden when he and Eddie Guerrero had an embrace. In 2004, in 2004, at Madison Square Garden. My God, dude. Chris Benoit has just been inducted into the Hall of Fame. And I can only say it's long overdue because I, I just, my God. People have been wanting this for years. And now we're finally getting it. Yeah, now that's amazing. I prep for Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mean, it's just words, folks, cannot tell you. I just, I'm just going to share this with our fans in Wrestle Radio Network. I'm going to share this on the Instagram. Um, you know, it's sad. Yes, there was a tragedy regarding Chris Benoit. I'm not going to get into that. I would like much rather focus. On it's like wow, times are healing old wounds, man. Now next, Granny, I I would hope and pray Owen Hart because he was one of my favorite wrestlers growing up. Yes. And also, folks, if you haven't already done so, if you if you are going to WrestleMania. Um, I found a website, Granny, that's actually more helpful than StubHub, Metro Seats, and all the ticket websites. It doesn't charge you tax or a fee, and that is online. You can go to TickPick.com to get your Hall of Fame tickets, your NXT TakeOver for Barclays in Brooklyn. Your autograph signings, you can find the information online on WWE's website, WWE.com, WWE Access. You can go to Ticketmaster. It's directly on the link on the website. For the hotel travel packages, they are still available on WWE.com. I suggest, folks, you go to the Hall of Fame, man, now that not just because Chris Benoit, but I have a feeling that it's going to be all kinds of special because I've been to every single Hall of Fame. I, you know, I just now started going to the NXT TakeOvers because. Uh, let's see, Orlando, I went huge. Oh, my God. There's several events that I went to, but I'm still in a euphoria now that Benoit has officially, I still, Granny, I'm still taken aback by this. That is amazing. That is, that is just, that's exciting. I, I mean, it's something, folks, that you don't prepare yourself for. It's one of those spontaneous things that, yes, <laughs> I did not shove phone in your face. Yes, you did, you jackass. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, my eyeballs are fine. Thank God you didn't break my fucking glasses, you douche canoe. My God. It's like breaking news, not break B-Train's glasses, you dipshit. He's ex- he, he, it sounds like he's excited. <laughs> I mean, He's like, oh my goodness, you know. That was just as exciting when Vinny opened his restaurant and almost tripped up the stairs. 
Yes, you okay, so to answer your question, folks, yes, this is official. This is not a joke. I I cannot believe I'm saying this, but is there a possibility that <clears throat> you just you don't really know what's going to happen in wrestling now. It's back to the way it was. I mean, is it possible? Yes, I realize Ring of Honor is having a big to-do, you know, with Cody Rhodes and not just that, folks, but a lot of things are changing in 2019. It's not just one facet of wrestling. You can't just, well, Ring of Honor is always changing. That's very true. So is Future of Honor. So is Women of Honor. So is CZW. So is WFC. So is New Breed Wrestling. It's 2019, folks. What do you expect? Wrestling is very unpredictable. It's very up and down. But you know something, Granny? I have a good feeling about this year. Sounds like it's going to be an amazing year for wrestling all everywhere. I mean, I mean, it's just amazing to me. Not, I'm not getting overly excited, folks, about Benoit. I'm just saying, if that's the sign of things to come, well, there is one person in the way of Owen joining the Hall of Fame. And I, Granny, I remember being at the Hall of Fame with Jeff Jarrett in tears. Um, Mark Henry was in tears. And they all were pleading their case to have Owen inducted. You can't... Some some part of me is going to say, yeah, they're going to say, fuck it, we don't care if we get sued. You know something, folks? Owen Hart may not be the most recognizable Hart um, because of Bret Hart. But you know something? He deserves a place in the Hall of Fame. Vince, I don't know if you listen. You probably don't. Graves, I'm pretty sure is referenced a few podcasts or two, but I don't care. Owen Hart deserves to be in that Hall of Fame. Because yes, not he only did he, because he put on a match. He's granny. I met you know Brett was supposed to come to a birthday celebration of mine a long time ago, and he wasn't able to make it. But the one heart that did show up was Owen. And I remember being real upset. You know, I had my Brett Hart sunglasses on, and I I just want to say to the Hart family, Natalia and all them. I was like I said, I'm I don't know you personally. I I don't I've never crossed paths with you, but let me just say Owen was amazing and I'll always remember him giving me a hug and making me wipe the tears away. It's funny he painted himself as a as a frowny clown to make me laugh. And that was one of the nicest things someone ever did for me as a fan. So not only that, but I remember being the only kid cheering for him in my class. Because everyone else would cheer, you know, Shawn Michaels. I'd cheer for him too. But everyone, when it came to Owen and Brett, Granny, I was the one kid that cheered against uh, Brett. (laughs) So... It was not, I mean, even as a kid, they would laugh because for Halloween, you're going to laugh your ass off, Granny. I went as Jim Cornette. Oh, my. (laughs) Tennis racket and all, huh? Yeah, I took a tennis racket, and I had, uh, (laughs) my parents would laugh because I don't know if they can find it in their VHS tapes, but those are known as fossils now, folks. And so, yeah, I went as Cornette, and people would say, why Jim Cornette? And I would respond with, he's the greatest manager now, because only because Bobby Heenan's not managing. Very true. And uh, he 
truly, folks, is one of those managers that you say, wow, I really hate this guy. I was a kid and was like, man, this guy's funny. I mean, as a nine-year-old, what are you going to do? In New York City, Cornette was known as someone, he's a very vocal guy. And obviously he's a legend now. I think Granny, if hell froze over, would would it be possible if Cornette to be inducted into the Hall of Fame again? I mean, I don't know, maybe not ever, but if Crispin Wall just made it, that means you know who's next on the list, right? Yeah, my friend's pointing China. China would be a great suggestion. Certainly would. I think, folks, because she, before Ronda Rousey was even considered in WWE, China had a history of just bulldozing people, particularly the females that were Barbie dolls back in the day. She kind of actually set the trend of, well, we're female wrestlers. We should, you know, get a fair shake. She even wrestled men. Come on. She was the first female intercontinental champion. That we don't know if it may happen again or if it may not, but she was one of those that it was a rarity. So to say that she's not applicable for the Hall of Fame, sir, I mean, you don't know. We're not the ones deciding, we're just, you know, having conversations. So if you can't do that, then I suggest you either leave or I can block you. So. It's 2019. I'm not starting off on a negative note, folks. I will say it's so good to be back on air with one of my favorite people's Granny Hulkster. I want to say it's probably a blessing that she became the co-host because things are moving forward. If I, you know, I'm I'm getting better or learning more stuff, getting better with. Um, stuff on blog talk because sometimes blog talk can be a horror show and a half sometimes <laughs> it can be it can be I, I I've had my experience with blog talk many years ago a few years ago yes I uh, <clears throat> I've been there done that so yes it can be a, a horrid experience fans if, if you've never if you've never done a podcast or if you've thought about ever trying to do a podcast Sometimes it can be very challenging. That's all I'm going to say on that. <laughs> it can be very challenging. So It's also, folks, more or less like it's not time-consuming. I really love doing this. Um, what I've noticed, Granny, and this is um, something that Uncle Bob put up earlier, is that if you live for, you know, the seal of approval for others, you're always going to be disappointed or you're always going to be a prisoner. And it's a quote from Lou Sao or whatever, however you pronounce that name. It's true. I don't look for approval from anyone. And the reason why I have small successes is because I don't give two flying fucks about what everyone else is doing. I concentrate on what my show is doing, how I can improve it, new logos on the way. Like I said, that granny giving me a headlock, and uh, it's got you know a, a cartoon comic on it. Has her dressed in her granny holster shirt and me dressed in my ball cap. So, like I said, folks, new things, 2019. Change is coming. It may not. We may not have some big names. Actually, why? We have the tag team champions of Dynamo Pro coming with us, or they're going to join us at 4:30 p.m. Central Time because I will be in the Midwest. I'll be going to Central Empire States Wrestling. Uh, yeah, I'm traveling with Curtis again. Like I said, Granny, I feel like I'm living out of freaking fracking airport. <laughs> I flew well, from sometimes Austin, you do. Texas. I mean, sometimes you do, so. 
yeah, it's funny because Kurt goes, you better get used to this when I'm in NXT. And I said, I might as well be your agent, dude. So, Jamie Noble, Armstrong, step aside. Nah, not really. I love you, too. But, uh... <laughs> I, I, you know, some people are like, how do you know those names? I was like, okay, Michael Hayes, Shane McMahon, Vince McMahon, everyone knows those names. Do you respect them? Yes. Do you know them personally? No. Uh, like I said, I've had the pleasure of meeting those guys a long time ago in 2013. And it's funny because <laughs> Jamie Noble is a very, you know, dry, sarcastic, sense of humor kind of guy. He's easy to get along with. Just, you know, do what he says, you'll be fine. Armstrong is a jokester. I mean, Granny, at his age, in wrestling, most guys would be, oh, I retire. This dude can still go. And uh, the ever-so-famed Michael Hayes and the fabulous Freebirds. Yeah, he's... The one and only. Yeah, the one and only. Yeah, I saw him at Mania 32 get inducted into the Hall of Fame. Nice guy. God, he's, <laughs> you want to talk about meat hook for hands? Michael Hayes. You know, I've I've been cynical about you, dude. I'm not going to start off 2019 doing that. And I ain't going to point the finger. Well, I can't guarantee shit. <laughs> he knows this. Uh, Vince and Shane. God bless you two for trying to, and also Stephanie and and uh, Triple H, and all the other creative geniuses that are in WWE. I have a feeling things turn around in 2019, so I'm going to say the following: Give the fans what we want and keep doing that because it's keeping Granny and I interested in your shows. So please don't retract on what you said to us. I mean, you did. Give us you've given us what we wanted. We hope to can we hope, we hope you continue that. And for those who are saying I don't cover enough Ring of Honor and all that, and all that thing, including New Japan, Wrestling Revolver, I have given an equal spread, and I will continue to give an equal spread on reporting professional wrestling because it's kind of like. Granny and I are broadcast journalists, but do you really want me to cover all that stuff in an hour time frame? I think not. Because my show, so I can equally say this happened there, this happened then. It's all gravy to me, but I do have something funny to tell you guys. Uh, I was reading, you know, I my, my roommate cracks up Granny when I say this. I was like, I was doing my usual um, news browsing. I was browsing my uh, – someone actually asked, what news is this? Is it CNN? Is it NBC, ABC? I said, no, Facebook. <clears throat> I was like, Facebook because you know I, I see on the news what happens. This kid had said, I was part of NWA. And blah, 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 started work here at Ring of Honor and Brutal Bob Evans had said, you know, I told this kid to stop being so delusional. I don't know what I have to say. I I just found it funny because it's like, if you really don't work for a wrestling company, folks, please don't lie. People will find out. Very true. So, I mean, they could, okay, I'll give you an example of that piece of shit for Kansas. I was just going to touch on this one. If you say that you were a part of WWE back in the 90s and then I look you up and I don't see you, that means you, as Maury Pulverich's show would say, that the lie detector test determined that was a lie. So just be just be yourself. You'll be fine. That's what promoters look for is if you're yourself and you actually but, but, table. Before we end this B-Train tonight, what did you think of the segment? And I found this kind of, um, not so much, well, kind of amusing in a way, but, um, you know, uh, you know, Naomi thought she was going to have a match with Mandy Rose last night, and it ended up being Sonya Deville. And 
course, Mandy Rose, you know, we all know what took place last week, you know, and everything. And um, what did you think of the, and I noticed that picture was actually, somebody posted that picture or posted a, something a segment on Facebook that was sent to Naomi's husband. Did you see that part of SmackDown last night? <laughs> I know Corey Graves was quite um, constantly talking about Mandy Rose, you know, which we've all discussed that too. But what did you think of that segment? Ah, <laughs> uh, you know. Here's the thing. I my opinion is if things are really that rocky with Naomi and, and her husband, I think it's funny in some ways, but I also think that it's it's good for TV because we need we as an audience for the WWE universe we need some form of controversy. And SmackDown Live never disappoints. That Mandy Rose <clears throat> has a stalker, aka Corey Graves, which is kind of funny because Corey Graves, right as she's near the announcement, quiet, she's near us. Oh my God, Graves, that obsession is just as unhealthy as you know me trying not to wake up Vinny while I go snack on some of the shit. That he brings home from the diner But I was like Thinking to myself Watching that segment going It's been a while Since WWE has done something that edgy Yes it has It's been quite a while since Something like that's been done I mean folks During the Attitude Era You'd have guys come to The other guy's house and basically beat the crap out of them. Or you'd have females in the backstage area just, you would think you were at a really bad high school, but, I mean, it is what it is. If If you think back in the day, not just Stone Cold Steve Austin, Brian Tillman, but Triple H, Randy Orton, or Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, there or Samoa Joe and AJ Styles, where Samoa Joe came to AJ Styles' home, it gives the audience a variety, and I think that it's a good thing because they really weren't doing anything with Mandy or Sonya, and it's weird they put those two back together after they were supposedly going to separate the two, but then. That would have not been good for Mandy because, let me tell you, Granny, I've watched her since NXT. And, yes, you know, you can't deny that she does not work hard. But it's also annoying the fact that – well, not annoying. I I find it ironic. Her entrance is kind of – it kind of resembles Goldust. Mm Mm-hmm. That's why I think they paired those two together during Mixed Match Challenge. So, yeah. I'm glad that they are doing the thing with Naomi and, you know, her husband, whatever. Yeah. Controversy creates cash, as the old saying goes. That's my take on it. And if there is a revealing picture, okay, well, some people are going to get butt hurt and offended over that. Well, why don't you look at the network, folks? And watch ECW with Beulah McGillicuddy and Bill Alfonso. Those two beat the holy hell out of each other. And uh, Beulah is the bloodiest match in ECW history. Bill Alfonso lost almost two pints of blood. You want to talk about controversial? Okay. Let's see here. Beer trucks, cement trucks. Uh, throwing Edge into the river. Mm-hmm. There's a shit ton. There's a shit ton of content out there. Kids nowadays would be either frightened or intrigued. I think intrigued is more like it because I think so too. You take a look. 
you, you think you take a look at what's going, what SmackDown Live is doing is what that's just. I mean, Granny and I can tell you, Icon can tell you, Big Swing, any other podcast, Heel Marks podcast, they we all can tell you in wrestling history. Okay, when Alundra Blaze basically burned the uh, WWF or Women's Championship on Nitro. Uh, when Rikishi was the guy behind the wheel to run Stone Cold Steve Austin over. So Naomi and Mandy and them probably saying, man, we've got, we've got them hooked. Yeah, they do. I'm going to be, that's the phrase we use in wrestling, you know, when we're discussing shit is, oh man, we got them. We got the crowd to react. Guess what, folks? Half the battle is getting the crowd to react. And I think Naomi did that. Or not Naomi, but Mandy Rose did that by showing Naomi that picture. And I think, actually, no, I know probably going to carry on just like when uh, Aiden English was saying, I have a revealing uh, tape to show you happened in Milwaukee with Lana. Got the crowd thinking, ooh. This might be a sex video. What's going on here? This might be interesting. <laughs> you know, and I ain't going to lie. I was hooked. I was like, man, alive. Is Lana going to get naked? Uh, you know, is Aiden English going to get naked? I mean, what what's going on here? Of course, it was a boring rejection because they're trying to, I guess, I don't know if they're trying to save the, the fans from seeing something controversial. I was like, dude, look. We've seen Val Venus naked. If that's any indication, and he's supposedly supposed to get it chopped off by Kintai or whatever they were called. And I'm like, you know, in middle school watching this, thinking, gee, there's probably never going to be another era like this. That's true because this is the new era. This is the era where you don't know what you're going to get, but as soon as you get it, as soon as you see it, you either appreciate it or <clears throat> you don't. So, I mean, <laughs> well, you I talk appreciate... about you talk about changes being made, and I kind of want to touch on um, this a little bit before we end our show tonight. Um, and I know B Train, you know, you've been to WFC a few times with Kurt, you know, when he's been there and everything and um but um the Christmas show that we had December fifteenth at WFC, Paul Puerto Rico faced the magnificent Malico for his heavyweight Paul had won against Tim Rockwell. And of course Paul Puerto Rico ended up beating Malico and everything and Malico comes out with Durden's group, you know, and and everything with a with a tire. I mean, like on the metal rim, you know, a real tire. And he's like holding the tire over, and he's getting ready to throw it down on Paul. And I'm not sure where this storyline is going. I'm not sure I like it, but anyways, Arrow Kid comes running out, and he's like protecting Paul, and he's looking at Malico, waving his hand like, no, 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 don't don't do this, don't do this. And all of a sudden, Malico puts the tire down, and he's looking at Arrow Kid. He takes Arrow Kid, walks out of the ring with Arrow Kid, and Arrow Kid's turning back, looking at Paul lying in the ring. And we're all like going, no, Arrow Kid, don't, no, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And he walks off with Malico. Well, there's been several videos that they have anonymously received at the WFC headquarters. They show one video of Malico walking out with Arrow Kid and Durden's group. And you see Arrow Kid's back. And Malico takes off Earl Kid's mask and drops it on the ground. Then we oh. have a video of Arrow Kid with his face all painted up like Malico playing football with Malico. And now all of a sudden, then you have Malico, or Malico handing a a Christmas present to Arrow Kid. 
and it was a toy gun, and, you know, he's like, do you like it? You know, and Arrow Kid says, yeah, you know, and he says, remember, you know, you have to shoot your enemies, <laughs> you know, and that evil laugh of his and, and everything. And then Arrow Kid looks at Malico and says, I love you, Daddy. And it, then it's like they, they repeat the, you know, I love you, Daddy, I love you, Daddy. And then you see a picture of Paul laying in the ring, and you hear Malico's voice, Merry Christmas, Paul, from Malico and Son. So I'm not sure where they're going with this. I'm not sure Granny, I, I was telling my son today, earlier today, I'm like, Granny may have to try to rescue Arrow Kid <laughs> the, the clutches of Magnificent Malik. I'm not sure I like this where the storyline's going, but... Hopefully, hopefully, uh, time will tell, and hopefully, we can get Arrow Kid back where he belongs with Space Age. 